0: My name is Maddie, and I'm Hannah. We are murder mystery bookworms and aspiring amateur sleuths.
1: We are Reading Partners in Crime and over the last year we have gone on 16 book-based adventures.
0: Now we want to investigate a real-life case using advice from murder mystery authors
1: with the help of our feline sidekicks, Hercule and Hastings.
0: We will review a book, find sleuthing tips and hopefully solve the case.
1: Welcome to the unsolved case of the missing
0: salmon. The Book Club for Amateur Sleuth.
1: So, as part of this week's Chamozzle, we will be (laughs) so (laughs) unhelpful. We will be Discussing some f- some more serious points. Our top reads given us Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> As provided by our lovely listeners and our own personal top reads of the year. We've also got some behind the scenes or never, never before seen or heard clips <laughs> from the archives that were deemed superfluous to episodes <laughs> that have been released, but we think are joyful.
0: Yes, definitely. Anything else? No, and then obviously there'll be a quiz Hannah asks, musings from our listeners, and AOB.
1: I love that you've thrown AOB in there.
0: I really like AOB. Just to Do you? Or yeah, in, and any, pretty-
1: in any meeting, just like anything else, quickly, quickly.
0: I just think it's quite funny. I just sort of like the idea of any other business. It just sounds great. Like, I don't know. It's just like, you can imagine sort of like a Victorian. <laughs> like a oh. street, street trader, say any other business. That... So, welcome to the end of year schmozzle.
1: We are pumped,
2: if you can't <laughs> tell.
1: The schmozzle. Um, Do you want to do a quick note on why we're calling
0: it that? <laughs> A quick note on why we're calling it the Shemazel. Yeah. Well, it was originally going to be called the End of Year Medley, but I think that sounds a bit like um, I don't know, a bit like a choir or something. And oh, I, think, yeah, do you think? Well, I see it more as foodie. a sort of foodie—a medley of foods. <laughs> a, medley- a lot about our priorities. <laughs> or like a medley of like veg, fruit, and veg. It didn't feel right to call it a a medley. So I was thinking about using one of the words that we've, you know, come across on our, on our travels with Through the Murder Mysteries and Shamozzle just really stood out to me. But I can't even remember what book Shamozzle was from. I think it's from episode
1: five, Cross the Skies. Okay. I don't know why, I've just got it in my... it just feels right.
0: Just does feel right. So the end of sh- year shizzle is just you know reflecting on on the podcast so far. I've got sort of a loose a loose outline. <laughs> I've got a um, a fun quiz. Love a quiz. Love is quiz. are fun. But I've decided to call the quiz that I've put together simply "Hannah asks." Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just did an
1: actual applaud. <laughs> I I am really surprised by your reaction. I didn't. I, just, uh, think I don't know what I was expecting. So that was extra, you
0: know. Yeah, yeah. So Hannah <laughs> asks in you know homage to how uh, Poirot picks up his phone. Hercule Poirot speaks.
1: <laughs> Which actually is a, is a, rem- a reminder. I was going to ask you a question. This seems like an appropriate forum for it. Yeah, go for I had a it. Had an email from you earlier today was an invite to Hercule Poirot's birthday now can
0: I ask what that entails okay so I've got two things first of all it's David Suchet's birthday rather (laughs) rather (laughs) than the fictional character have you actually
1: put it in as David Suchet or should I just read
0: it as David Suchet and went that's Poirot oh no I put it in as David Suchet's birthday oh wow that speaks to my mind I did invite you to it and I just thought that you know when the 2nd of May comes around we could I don't know do some kind of event on the podcast so I I also love that you put it you put it in as an annual event
1: for the calendar
0: (laughs) and I mean I don't know what we might want to do we might want to send him a card we might want oh. to ask him if he wants to <laughs> come, come on the podcast. podcast
1: how many times are we gonna ask him before he comes on hey he's a sir now <laughs> i think all of the above he, yeah. he he was at the ascot last year obviously not 2020 but 2019 he was at the ascot the same day as me mm. so and that is around that time so
0: could turn up there <laughs> but i think I, i've also put agatha christie's birthday in the calendar. calendar. Certainly in my, in, well in my calendar, maybe I didn't invite you. You
1: didn't
0: invite me. It's not a two person oh. event. It's. I think it's the first event we've held in the shared calendar before. It feels like quite a big moment. Oh, no, that can't be true. I meant aside from when we worked together. Oh, okay. It's the first personal shared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: what a moment. <laughs> what
0: a moment, indeed. <laughs>
1: Oh, you're, sorry, you're waiting for me, right? Yes, yes, we are talking about that. And, well, I, we've already sort of briefly mentioned this to each other from before, but I think we've got a lot to talk about today.
0: We have, we have.
1: Do you um, want to start? Oh, sorry, go on.
0: No, you go on, go on, please. No, please. <laughs> um, Nick, do you need to ask me? I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> 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 okay. Yeah, so I mean, do you want to just launch straight in to Let's launch? Contest? Launch me in. Yeah. Um. Should I do so, a jingle? Oh yeah! If you can find a jingle, <laughs> that would be really. Or good. it could be us to trying to do the. <laughs> Fine, great jingle, okay. Great <laughs> jingle welcome to Hannah Asks and what I thought we could do actually is if listeners also want to play along with Hannah Asks then obviously they can pause you know pause after each question but what for to to discuss with each other yeah I just have a little think about it sorry so is it just
1: gonna be me on my own well yeah because you're here oh yeah I know but (laughs) it's not like a shared quiz with
0: me me and you together well, you would know the answers obviously no no no. actually that's a good point I do have the answers here for some of them but some of them I can't remember so I could have a go at the ones I can't remember the, my only issue is that then the title of the quiz is not accurate because then it's Hannah asks Hannah asks but then I'll be answering as well so but maybe that's Hannah, Hannah
1: asks and, and answers, answers.
0: Okay, so what I've done is I've tried. To, I've done one question per episode up to episode six. So there are six six questions in Hannah. Right. Asked. So related to episode one, the City <laughs> of mystery. How much was five thousand pounds worth oh. in nineteen thirty? And I have to confess, I can't remember. So I can have a guess as well. I, wasn't okay. it like? I'm gonna guess a 100- hundred. Try- It was quite. It was in the hundreds of cows. Oh, do you want to guess in cows or in money? (laughs) For every
1: question, just to clarify, I want to answer in cows for all questions. All questions. Oh, in terms of no, I think it was like two hundred and fifteen thousand.
0: I really think it was much more. I think it was (laughs) nineteen. Horses. It was worth nineteen horses. Oh, that
1: seems then two hundred and fifteen thousand might be Mm. way out of
0: line. You ready for the answer? I am. You did very well. Thank you you very much. uh, Yeah, you were close. Because it was worth actually, we're both winners here. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Five thousand pounds in nineteen thirty was worth two hundred twenty-eight thousand nine hundred twenty-seven pounds. You were much closer than my one hundred thousand. <laughs> However, you could buy one of the following: nineteen horses. Yeah, yeah. this is really the ultimate quiz. where well, we both, we both win. We both win, and it was seventy-four cows. So that's neither of <laughs> us remembered. Remember no. that. I'm probably gonna be better at the episodes that I edited. <laughs> yeah, that's true, because you have to volume listen to volume more. Oh. Yeah. Okay, are you ready for episode two questions? This is linked to Murder Underground. Yeah. And the question linked to that is: name one of the funny names in Murder Underground and it cannot be Pongol. Oh,
1: <laughs> she was the best name. What about, but um, well, this isn't a funny name. It's just one of the names. Okay, okay. Was, <laughs> Someone.
0: <laughs> someone, Slocum? That was the name of the, the murderer. Merger. I wouldn't say it was funny. It's you... not I'll funny, you... no. I'll give you a clue. Yeah. We were particularly tickled by the name of the landlady, Basil's landlady. What is something? What do you yeah! love? Yes, this is Look what do love. Yes, this is what. What a joy! I would have also accepted Doctor Crampit. Oh, Doctor Crampit only got, <laughs> only got a cameo, <laughs> yes. but what a cameo he made! Oh, what a cameo he made. Okay, in episode three. We talked about Tommy and Tuppence. We did. How did I describe Tommy and Tuppence? What do you mean? So what did I tell you when you asked me what, you know, what are Tommy and Tuppence all about? How did I describe their You said that basically
1: Tuppence goes around getting everything right and doing all of the work and Tommy seems to consistently get knocked out. (laughs) something
0: like that <laughs> yeah that's correct that's yeah. correct that's what i said yeah, yeah. Oh, smashing this smashing <laughs> it really well but i should warn you that question five is really hard but we're not there yet because okay. now you've got a question related to episode four oh,
1: i think this is the one i'm going to struggle with the most
0: so in episode four we discuss the five most underrated agatha christie books according to sophie hannah which five under each all of th- them? Yeah, it's five five. There's five.
1: Okay, a pale horse
0: or something like that. The pale yes. horse. Yes, the pale horse, yeah. At Bertram's, Bertram's Hotel. Hotel? I've made that one up. Bear with. I do just need to just go and check. No, I think that's correct. Yeah, hon, what did you say? At Bertram's Hotel. Bertram's correct. Hotel. Yeah. By the pricking of my thumbs? Yes, two more. Can I look at my bookcase? <laughs> You cannot look at your book fa- bookcase. My book but... face. <laughs> your bookcase. My <laughs> bookface. But I can tell you that one of them you de- described as um, actually having a little bit of a sort of love interest, romantic... Oh, yes, the big four. The big four, Which yes. I liked and you didn't. Yeah, I didn't like it. Thought it was foolish. Do you know what... The... Could you give me a clue to the last one? Okay, the last one is set in ancient Egypt...
1: Oh yeah, I I remember you telling me about that, and I thought I don't remember that.
0: Yeah, that's quite a tricky one. Death comes as the end. Okay, now question five is a tricky one because question (laughs) five is name the sixteen people. No. (laughs) Oh God! There were were eight women. Eight women. Eight men. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'm gonna go, so I'm gonna start with the women. Okay. I'm gonna go with Kate. Uh, I will accept Kate. Catherine, yep.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Yep. Jane.
0: <laughs> yes. Daphne. Yes, yeah, yeah, I oh, do
1: remember Daphne? Because I remember thinking, she doesn't get any lines. <laughs>
0: she doesn't get any lines. Let's
1: put, quickly pause on those and go to the men. <laughs> uh, uh, Robert okay. O'Hara. Yep. Um, <laughs> the other, the new man. Is his name
0: Graham? No, um, but sort of similar. Do you want? Do you want a clue? No, I'll come. I'll get there. Okay. was um, okay. someone like, like
1: Malcolm. Yes, Malcolm, the doctor, the a German-speaking doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how many have I got left? <laughs> Loads. <laughs> I think <laughs> um, you got, got five so far. What about what names are there? Betty or something.
0: Okay, there is a woman whose name begins with B it is Bridget and there are two there are two women whose names begin with M but I I mean I when I look them up I don't remember them at all so Michelle (laughs) (laughs) Michelle. (laughs) oh okay so one of the names is the name of someone who we're in another book club with beginning with M Martha Yes! One of them is Martha.
1: Great. She'll love
0: that. Yeah. If she listens. <laughs> uh, Maryelle as well. Would not have got that. Okay, so that's all the women. Did you say, oh, also Pippa and Jillian for the women? Uh, can I have a letter of any of the men? Yes, of course you can. So there's a very short name beginning with T. There's a name beginning with D, F, G and N. Frank yes <laughs> um, T Ted no no Tim 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 that's it yeah I've got them out <laughs> my tank is empty oh uh, yeah it's really hard so Tim Derek Frank Gerald Robert Ian Joel. and Neville oh Neville I remember <laughs> Neville.
1: both of them he
0: was the yeah. Oh, he was the
1: murderer he was the one everyone thought was the murderer no he was the murderer Neville <laughs>
0: Yeah, he was yeah. wasn't he because yeah. we all thought it was robert o'hara and then it wasn't we all did then okay this is actually the final question in hannah asks it's really flown by hasn't it, it? Has flown by. <laughs> are you not going to ask any about
1: recordings we'll have made since so we'll have come out by this
0: point yeah because i'm about to ask the final question about episode six yeah, we will. We also have had episode seven and eight. I know, but I haven't got any questions. I haven't got any though. questions. That's <laughs> fine. So the final one is just simply give an example of some hilarious language from Tour de Force.
1: Oh, what about what about when she keeps talking about the fact that the sangria is a is a cocktail? What is it? She calls it like a kind of. A uh, vegetable minestrone, a fruit minestrone, <laughs> alcoholic minestrone. Alcoholic <laughs> 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 minestrone, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um,
0: but also, I was about to compliment you overall for being a good little cookie. <laughs> <laughs> is that from that one? Uh, yeah, it is. Oh, it good is. Times. oh um, that was actually, excellent. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Really you did really well. I wasn't really keeping a formal score, but I'd say you did well <laughs> <laughs> a solid good score I think particularly on the um 5,000 pounds how much was it worth in 1930 although you I'd say that. that was the best the best answer and then I really sort of went downhill from there I mean I don't think anyone would be able to name the 16 people in cross skis I wonder if the the author would have done well I'd probably told you this before and I don't know that I'm allowed to say this on air but I will anyway um as you know I used to work at the Disney store
1: I do know that
0: yeah and um (laughs) the Disney store you had to refer to customers as guests they were guests to the store the shop floor was the stage And my favourite of all the terms was the stockroom was backstage. (laughs) (laughs) went backstage to go and find, you know, like a sleepy plush gnome or whatever.
1: (laughs) Very niche item that you're looking for. Um, And I'm right in thinking that you were told that you weren't committed enough to your career there.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, you can tell that because I just said gnome, but they're actually... The dwarfs, aren't they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> seven dwarfs. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I was. Ready- I didn't have any of that River
1: Island. It was just stock room, shop floor, boom, tills, boom. It was a source of great like disappointment that I wasn't allowed to work on the tills.
0: Why? <laughs> Do they think you would like steal the money or something? <laughs> Not you,
1: mads. <laughs> So, so i was a christmas temp and no but the thing is is that they did this like recruitment day and the rec- recruitment day was like a total fast because they're basically watching everyone like are they able to talk to speak in a group if you can t- if you can speak to other human beings we'll take you they needed everybody because um, <laughs> it was the huge river island up at blue Water, which is massive so they, they split us up and they basically were like if you've had experience of working behind a till You'll be on the tills. If you've got if you've not got that, but you can speak to people, you'll be on the shop floor. And if you've got no social skills, we'll put you in the in the like the back bit, you know, that like <laughs> the stock room. <laughs> but I had experience of working at the till, but they were just like, No, you have to be on the floor.
0: So we looked shady.
1: <laughs> yeah, they did. So my whole job was like approaching people, asking if they wanted help, and then putting clothes that had been tried on and rejected back on, back on the floors wherever it was. just. Oh, a... I worked Boxing Day as well, and it was like carnage.
0: uh yeah. I mean, working. Bo- well, actually, Christmas Eve. There are some people really <laughs> stressed about getting the Buzz Lightyear toys, oh, etc.
1: That was your era, was it? Yeah. Buzz well, no,
0: Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. They're always vlogging. Really? Yeah, finding Nemo. Brother Bear, a lesser-known Disney hit. um, Hit. (laughs) But related to Tour de Force, actually, so in in Tour de Force, obviously, the main plot is about a woman pretending to be another woman. So I wanted to ask you, as part of the end-of-year schmuzzle, who would play your lookalike? Oh, if it were, it, is, do you mean a person that I know, or do you mean like a famous person? Oh, I think it's got to be a famous person, so our listener will know who they <laughs> are. <laughs>
1: Otherwise, it's just them that. going, "Oh, she picked me." <laughs> um, great point. Um, I don't know if this is a. Oh, yeah, I I have had this conversation with people before about like who would play you well, like personality-wise, but this isn't a physical mm. thing, so maybe that doesn't work. But I've been told in terms of character. A stone. Oh yeah, I can stone. see
0: that. Yeah, I can see that.
1: Um, but not that doesn't work for physical, does it? Really, we need someone just with a really small head.
0: <laughs> oh, no. a tiny head.
1: No, but no, true, but I we mean, can't get away from it.
0: No, but the whole thing in in tour de force is they didn't look exactly the same. But it was part of that she was just so sort of talented at recreating mm, her mannerisms. Who's a really good method actress? Claire Foy. She's
1: lovely. <laughs> yeah, She's just really nice, isn't she? She seems it. I mean, I've got no idea. Uh, okay, who yeah. are you picking?
0: Well, I don't know, actually. That's why
1: I asked you first. Um, inspo. It's really hard, isn't it? I can't think of any actresses.
0: Suddenly. Well, maybe physically, we're probably looking for a redhead. So maybe Lily yeah. Cole. As in Emily in Paris. <laughs> or is that in Lily Collins? Oh, no, 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 not Lily Collins. Not Lily Collins. They are Lily different, Co- yeah.
1: Yeah. I could see the Lily Cole thing. Or. The girl who plays Ginny. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In her gig so far.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'll
1: who I want, actually. I want Florence Pugh.
0: Oh, Florence Pugh. She's amazing. I want her. She's great, isn't she? <laughs> you could have Saoirse like... Ronan. I could,
1: yeah. That's a good That would be pretty cool. And she can do the accent. As in English, not her own. <laughs> I could see them interacting. Well, I mean, I have, they're obviously on screen in, in Little Women together. So I think that would be a great combo, chemistry yeah. wise, you know?
0: Oh, chemistry, yeah, we, cause we recreate yeah. the chemistry class. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Like it. Well, maybe if listeners have got ideas about who would play their lookalike, they can. Um, or indeed ours, if know. you feel that need that kind of feedback. Oh. <laughs> The other thing I was thinking is, what would our pseudonyms be if we did them in the same style as ECR Lorac? So her, so the way she does her pseudonym is that it's initials of her full name. So I think it's Edith Caroline Rivett. Love then that, her yeah. first name, yeah. Carol. Backwards. backwards well mine is not that great because mine would be h l k g hannah because <laughs> <laughs> honestly, hannah is a palindrome you're a palindrome
1: that must be fun do you know what it is fun good <laughs> i'm I glad to hear it. it
0: i really like it when a student realises for the first time that my name is a palindrome and it blows their mind they're like miss miss your name is the same forward as it is backwards and i'm like yeah do you go out of your way
1: to teach them palindromes so that they can be like that's you
0: well what often happens is once they find out my name is a palindrome they then become very interested in them in general so i then end up doing quite a lot on sort of sentences that are palindromes whole sentences <laughs> Yeah, what the yeah. same back as forwards? Yeah, I've got a document with loads of them in somewhere.
1: I'd like to read that.
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> is that weird? I no can send
1: it to you. you yeah, go them. ahead. Yeah. Just to clarify, yeah. I am not as your students interested in the palindromes because of you, and now okay. I'm <laughs> sort of obsessed with the palindrome world due to your name. <laughs> oh. Well, no, I think that's a good thing because I I already I like am not, interested not... in you. <laughs> no. I feel I feel a little bit like I've been knocked down there. Well no, because it just means that <laughs> I I'm not interested
0: in the pal... I'm not interested in
2: Oh. Well.
0: <laughs> I know what you're saying. You're saying that you're not just doing a podcast with me because my name is a palindrome. Indeed.
1: Indeed. <laughs> That's what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> so what would your what would your pseudonym be then? So it's your initial <laughs> and then your first name backwards. <laughs> so am I going with Maddie or Madeline? Because it's different i don't know yeah i mean
1: just whichever you prefer because if it's just if it's maddie then very boringly it would just be E <laughs> R M. because B- E-R-M. i don't have an image or name
0: no but it'd be maddie backwards oh yeah irem yeah okay. i get it, E-R-M. it. Yeah. or if it was going to be
1: full name it would be like n M- oh it's, i have to almost see it
0: and M- it'd be M. oh yeah no i'd have to I'm gonna write it out. <laughs>
1: no, <laughs> Made, Madeleine, it'd be n Yeah, it's it's I uh Oh, I like it. Be
0: anilodam. Do you? No, so it'd be M, it'd be M, B, uh, D, uh, D, oh, say Oh, I there, okay, fine. Yeah. M, B, Oh, yes, I like that. Yeah, I'm surprised that. that you like that so much. Yeah. It sort of has a kind of
1: combination when it's written visually between, like, Amsterdam and Eminem visually. Yes, hmm. yeah. Sort of Hollandish, Hollandish? <laughs> Dutch rapper. <laughs> a Dutch rapper, <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. It does oh. also fill me with great disappoint not disappointment but i feel inadequate i don't have any middle names i always have
0: ah oh, okay if you what would you like your middle name to be if you could choose agatha <laughs> agatha <laughs> That's <laughs> i
1: like that <laughs> but then my initials would be mab yeah not down with not so great perhaps no so yeah <laughs> always in a quandary oh. For our, our, one of our other book clubs, for our listeners, we, how would we describe it? We, it's set up by you, Han. actually. So I don't know if you want to give a little <laughs>
0: description of what we do. Throw the ball over. Yeah, yeah. so Maddie and I are in another book club, non murder mystery. It's called Reading Women, and we are reading the winners of the Women's Prize for Fiction. It's a good
1: group, because actually not everybody in the group knows each other from yeah, before so it's a nice dynamic I would I do think we might even even if we finish all 25 carry on I would hope oh why but why? anyway so we're doing a secret center book swap it's all done on draw names a very popular secret Santa website and you can send your person a wish list message which is obviously supposed to be like what books do you have already or whatever but my person has sent me a message saying, who do you think pilched the salmon? <laughs> whoever it is listens, which is very pleasing.
0: <laughs> Amazing! So yeah. whoever, yeah, your named person is is a podcast listener. Amazing! Maybe you should send them a little extra something. Maybe
1: I should. I don't know if you can respond. Oh, do you mean like
0: yeah, a little extra gift, little bit of chocolate? I don't know. No, because
1: they, I don't know who they are. It's the other way around. Sorry. I feel like you've misunderstood that. You you think it's the person I have as my named person. No, it's the person who has me.
0: Oh, so you don't know who it is? Don't know who it is. Oh. Which actually I
1: quite like because it adds to the mystery, the intrigue.
0: that's cool. Yes. Okay. Oh.
1: I'm hoping that I find out. I don't know how you feel about murder mysteries. Oh, not murder mysteries. Secret Santas. I feel like you're one of those people that thinks, keep it keep it a secret forever
0: i mean there's a clue in the name isn't there
1: oh i just want to, i like to know
0: secret Santa. i know i think we can can reveal but i think quite you know some time has to elapse how long To know after christmas in the new year okay yeah
1: i like to know straight away but you know each to their
0: own <laughs> We've had some entrants for our Christmas giveaway. To enter in the Christmas giveaway to win the exclusive Murder Mystery Bundle, we asked people to share their top three favourite murder mystery novels. So I thought I'd share some of the, the suggestions. So the host, the podcast host of Tuesday Night Mystery Club, Caitlin, has suggested... Two axes, so two Agatha Lovely. Christies. They are towards zero, and oh, the yeah. man in the brown suit. Oh, unusual, but not unusual. unwelcome. Towards right. zero, I think,
1: might be a Marple.
0: I believe it's a Marple book, but I think they turned it into a Poirot for oh. TV. And okay. then uh, Caitlin's third choice was the Black Jersey by Georges George Zepeda Patterson, which I haven't. Yeah. We don't
1: need to branch out, don't we? Although that is a man, which we didn't tell people not to send in.
0: We didn't. We don't. Although we do have a preference for women who are who are writing murder mysteries. But interestingly, we had uh, another entry, which was from Claire, who uh, is on instagram at books and moomins Lovely. which is fun and uh, she also suggested the man in the brown suit by agatha well, Christie well maybe we need to get on that because yeah well, clearly it's popular clearly it's popular and two other agatha christie so and then there were none and dead <gasps> man's Folly* as well dead oh man's Oh, great choices. All, all great choices there. So I did actually reply to Caitlin and to Claire because I said to them that we actually did consider reading the man in the brown suit did we? Well, yeah, when we were thinking about reading in Agatha Christie, because I told you that I hadn't read it before, but we didn't select it because we thought yeah. the title sounded boring. Because of the brown.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it was <laughs> the brown, I thought, oh, and also the cover in our collection, also brown. doesn't really, it doesn't lend itself, it doesn't stand out from the crowd, but yeah. maybe that's, that's a lesson.
0: Yeah, never judge a book by its cover. It's a literal brown cover. (laughs) (laughs) It's literal brown cover. Then moving on, we had suggestions from my friend Nina from New Zealand, who we do talk about in cross skis. Oh,
1: sorry, she's the Nina of of the of the failed (laughs) ski attempt.
0: Yes, and actually later in the podcast i do have some more information that nina sent about the ski <laughs> incident oh um, great yeah so nina said that she's actually not a massive murder mystery fan but i mean
1: do we do we want to comment
0: on that No, know. <laughs> but she says that's historically and this is changing is it changing so, with the podcast that's well, a
1: question back to you nina Maybe, that,
0: yeah. yeah, maybe we should ask her. So she has recommended The Last Policeman trilogy, which I believe is set before sort of an apocalypse. So okay. that sounds quite exciting. Surely there can't really be a murder mystery then because everyone's gone. Yeah, so it must be before. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look that up. Yeah. The Seven and a Half Deaths of Eve- Evelyn Hardcastle which I have read, do you recommend? It's by a man, but it is quite clever. (laughs) And finally, Gone Girl, and she did say she wasn't sure if that counts, but I think it definitely counts, because I mean, it does have a reveal. It has a reveal,
1: and I think it is excellent. It's yeah. both, uh, both the film and the book, I think, are gripping. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, agreed. approved. Very much approved. Thank you. Approved.
0: And then another one of our loyal listeners, Matt, sent in his top three, and they are Oh, it's it's another two Agathas. Oh, hello. There. She's yeah. a popular lady. She is a popular lady, the queen of crime. So <laughs> he has <laughs> he selected The Mirror Cracked from Side to Side. <gasps> Great one. Also, the TV version of that one's so creepy.
1: It's scary, isn't it? That's one of the Very ones we didn't scary. watch together, and I was
0: really upset. And he also selected Appointment with Death. Talk me through that one. That's a poire. Uh, yeah, I think it must be. Yeah, because Mirror Crack from Side to Side's Marple. I think Appointment with Death is... Oh, it's an Appointment with it's Death, hard. that really, really sinister one where the
1: woman gets poisoned and then sits out in the sun and basically, like, cooks to death because she's it's so oh. hot in Egypt. Oh. Yes, so that one I is amazing,
0: is. yet it. horrible. <laughs> yes, I think it is. I think it is. Let's do yeah. it quick. Should we do it's a quick got, check? It's got, what's his name in it as well? Tim Allen? Is that an actor? Tim Allen? Timothy Dalton? Isn't Timothy Dalton? No.
1: I'm thinking of someone else. He's the guy that's that's in Clue. As the butler. Okay,
0: I'm looking <laughs> um, him up. Yeah, it is the one set in Egypt because it was inspired by Agatha Christie's travels in the Middle East with her husband, the archaeologist Sir Max Mallowan.
1: Oh, that explains all of the archaeological references that exist within the books. I'm just looking up the name of the actor because
0: it's really annoying me. Tim Curry. Oh, Tim Curry. Tim Curry. Yeah, Tim. Not yeah. Tim Allen. Who's Tim Allen? <laughs> Who's Tim Allen? <laughs> I don't know. Yes, yeah, so we did get a bit distracted there, but um right. Matt's Matt's final choice. So mirror Crack side to side, appointment with death, and the Hound of the Baskervilles. Oh, yes, yes,
1: yes. Yes, well, we Arthur Cohen and,
0: Doyle. and Doyle. Yeah, Sherlock. So some really big, big detecting names. Very much detecting names there.
1: We've not really ever really kind of delved into Sherlock
0: before, have we? No, we haven't. We haven't Maybe that's one for
1: twenty twenty one
0: maybe maybe and then my mum has recommended three and i've actually only heard of one of them interestingly oh. her three choices are small bone deceased by michael gilbert don't I know anything about or, that. Or the author no me neither Cage walk by helen dunmore now i do i have heard of helen dunmore and poetry and I think one of her books perhaps won the women's prize for fiction oh in the past okay. and finally this is the only one that I've heard of and I have read apple tree yard by Louise doughty Doty, doughty, doughty? doughty? Don't need, i don't know i don't know <laughs> yeah um i don't know it at all it's all right it I, I don't know i didn't i didn't rate it that much but did you um, think
1: maybe your mum had made up some really like obscure ones just to test your knowledge on the podcast
0: well she did say she was gonna choose ones that you know were unusual so just to our limits so i mean we should really share oh we should share
1: ours yes our do you think three? we should do um alternating ones or do you think we should do, Ooh. these are our
0: three, these are our three? So now we could do alternating, but uh, we should say that we're going to do it slightly differently. And we're actually going to share our top three murder mystery reads of 2020, um, because obviously we read quite a few this year. Um, Indeed. So yeah, so we're just going to focus on our top three murder mystery reads of this year. And I think actually only around half of them we've done on podcasts. Yeah. We've done on podcast. (laughs) We've done on podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Are we going to do alternating? So I'll say. Yeah, I sort of like that. One of mine is this. And you go, one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah." Okay. So the first one that I'm going to have in my top three murder mysteries reads of 2020 is Blanche on the Lamb by Barbara Neely, which we read before the podcast started and we gave it 18 out of 20. And I just thought it was fantastic and i actually went on to read the whole series so there's three novels in the in the blanche series and blanche is a, a black woman in america who is working as a cleaner and housekeeper in the homes of rich white americans and she inadvertently ends up becoming involved in in a murder case and just I mean the writing was beautiful it was a voice that we don't hear enough of in murder mysteries because obviously the inspectors tend to be Generally, they're normally middle-aged old white men. And there is a moment in the last book which was just stunning. It did make me cry. It was just this beautiful moment about blanche sort of supporting other people who lived near her but just in this amazing way so yeah highly highly recommend the blanche the blanche series the first one being called blanche on the lamb uh, by barbara neely who's an american author and she was also a social activist as well she passed away earlier this year passed away in, in March so yeah I
1: think was when we were prompted to read Blanche because I think you read maybe an article about her because yes she passed away and you saw the article and thought oh, let's have a go yeah. so very boringly that was my number one as well <gasps> that was your number one as well <laughs> that was my number uh... one as well Oh, yeah. I think nothing really to add there, other than um, wholeheartedly agree. Also, I, I found it um, obviously tackling some sort of fairly big issues and
0: and a murder,
1: but also quite funny times as well, which I thought oh, was just lovely. Yeah. They, they they did it very cleverly. Thought.
0: Yeah, yeah. So there were often sort of things about Blanche, uh, sort of talking about her, how her tights were like sort of right, riding up. So yeah, actually, I, I
1: vaguely remember that the uh, the out the ending I did not see coming. So it wasn't a murder that was like
0: easily solvable either. No, it was complete like. surprise. Yeah. What about your second choice? My second choice for twenty twenty <laughs> was.
1: Speedy Death by Gladys Mitchell. Oh, yeah. It was the first uh, Gladys Mitchell, I think, that we've read. I think, I believe. And it's got it all. It was just a kind of a series, a comedy of errors, a total farce uh, of a book. Very kind of lighthearted, very much a golden age classic. And it just seems there are kind of red herrings all over the place. And it's just like a real kind of joy to read. Really chaotic and fun. I wish I had a better summary with some kind of good moments that happen in it. I
0: think there's one bit where someone falls down a well. I think that happens in that oh. one. Oh, no, no. Oh, well, I think that the well, there's one down where someone well falls down a well is actually going to be my second choice. Oh, oh well. Falling. There's, that falling. Oh, well. That does happen. <laughs> yeah, so that's interesting, actually, because I considered putting speedy death in Gladys Mitchell because it is obviously in our Hall of Fame because we scored it 18 however I didn't select it and the reason I didn't select it is because and maybe this is a bit unfair but I was just so disappointed by the second Gladys Mitchell that we read yeah Yeah, I'm so upset about that I also didn't realize until quite recently it's the third one I've read of hers oh
1: really yeah and actually the, the first one that I'd read was awful (laughs) oh no murder in the snow i really yeah i I hope my mom doesn't listen to this because she actually bought
0: it for me so fingers (laughs) crossed who doesn't tune in but um (laughs) yes pants yeah so that's why i thought "Mm, i'm not going to put it in the top of 2020 but i did put the one where the woman fell down the well and then managed to scramble up yeah which one is that that was in an unsuitable job for a woman. Was that by, this year? Yes, it was this year by P.D. James. And we scored it 17. So just one mark away from being added to our Hall of Fame. Oh, so And just uh, Cordelia, who is... The sort of the lead detective is fantastic in that; (laughs) she's brilliant. And there's also a point at which it's all sort of ticking along quite sensibly, and then suddenly, (laughs) yeah, she's she's fallen down a well. She's scrambled back up the well, and then she's involved in—I'll just say she's involved in a shooting in case people want oh yes that's that one yeah Yeah. that is good (laughs) yeah just (laughs) excellent i had forgotten actually now you've
1: said it and done a bit more of a summary of that one speedy death is the one which is at the end the i won't say i won't say who who done it um but the detective basically allows them to sort of die because of the justice that it serves which is an interesting way of
0: doing it bradley mrs bradley Yes, yes. Uh, Strange, isn't it? Lestrange Is Bad- Bradley? I think that's her, yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, so my my second one, An Unsuitable Job for a Woman <laughs> by P.D. James. And I'm generally a fan of P.D. James. Big fan. I yeah, I do. We should do. read more of her. Well, funny you should say that because I have a little, my little grey cells have thought of something for... 2021. Have they now? Re PDJ. Will you be showing that today, or is that a future reveal? 2021 reveal. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta give people a reason to to tune back in. Um, Okay, what about your third choice then? Talk co-host. Just saying, you could share it with me. Your big plans. It's not that exciting though. So okay, we'll talk about it off
1: off the record, as they say in the biz.
0: My third
1: one, bear with... Okay, so I was a bit torn about this. Okay. Because, yeah, so I was torn between Tour de Force obviously our rather high scorer. However, our listeners, of course, know exactly how I feel about that book because they've <laughs> heard us discuss it. So I was also thinking about throwing in one from the before era, um, so that they get a bit more of a sense of what sort of stuff we were reading. So I have decided to I've settled on the former, um, just just for the variety really. And I don't think you'll agree with me about this because it wasn't actually a murder mystery. There's no one died, but it was just so much fun to read. Uh, a drama of poison by charlotte armstrong yes
2: yes
1: yeah so basically it's just a kind of french farce really this woman is it a woman leaves a little a little bottle of poison or is it a man somebody somebody leaves a small (laughs) bottle of poison on the bus as you do, and then realise this once they've got off the bus that they've left it somewhere and they've lost it, and they go so go round town trying to get it back because somebody obviously, if they find it, will naturally just drink it as one does, and they collect people along the way. Um, they collect a bus driver who collects this like woman that was on his bus that he fancies. Um, they collect a school teacher, like a, a social a socialite, and it's just. <laughs> makes no sense really it's just quite fun it's a fun one to read along and think this is chaos um, and <laughs> I really enjoyed it even though I think you didn't that much.
0: No no I did I did enjoy it but <laughs> oh yes so a drama poison I'm just looking at our sentence so our sentence for a drama poison was a farcical caper with unbelievable plot involving wild goose chase that led to nothing yeah and then brackets sadly not gay love story so oh, to explain yes. that <laughs> in the first In the first 20 pages, I thought it was setting up a sort of a love story between two men. And I was like, oh, wow, this is, you know, this is something that you don't, don't, yeah, you don't, don't tend to get in like You know golden age Murder mystery But then that turned out Not to be the case I was mm. disappointed actually For the rest of the book
1: Yeah and I just didn't I didn't read like that at all Which was Which thrilled me more Because I just couldn't It hadn't even occurred to me but yeah I enjoyed I, it I mean I don't know If it would be my top three Had we not had the podcast But I thought Mixing it up I want to, people to hear A little bit more About our Our reads prior
0: Oh uh, well that's That's very That's very um very thoughtful because actually my third top three murder mystery read of 2020 it's tour de force oh <laughs> i knew it would be uh, by, by christiana Rand i just really loved that exciting island caper with red hair and, <laughs> <laughs> and audacious, audacious female characters could not get enough of it I would actually consider rereading it. It was that. Would year. you?
1: Yeah. Oh, it's a good
0: holiday read, I
1: think. Yeah. Perhaps when you're on your own island, Mediterranean vibes, not your own personal in when you go away.
0: <laughs> uh, that wasn't a reveal. I, d- I do not own my own Mediterranean <laughs> island. <laughs> if, if you I had your own, own Mediterranean own... island,
1: I would be absolutely livid that you'd never invited me to it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that would be harsh. <laughs> what more do I have to do? <laughs> uh, Oh, well, great. I have got some sort of, I don't really know what to call it, feedback from our listeners. Feedback. That's what your manager
1: says when they want you to do better.
0: <laughs> okay, not not feedback. Comments, that's the same. Oh, yeah. like Words of encouragement. <laughs> Witty. Witty thoughts.
1: Musings.
0: Chat. Oh, musings, love it. Let's call it musings from our listeners. So some musings from our listeners. We could have a sound there. i did not expect you to join in yeah so the first musing i have actually mentioned already so nina my friend from new zealand who i was with when there was the skiing fiasco actually sent a message saying she wants to chime in on Han being hijinks, with two additions to that story. So she says, A, I, so Han, didn't talk nearly enough about Jeremy, our possibly Canadian, definitely good-looking ski instructor. Oh! Who we both absolutely humiliated ourselves in front of. <laughs> And on Jeremy <laughs> I have to confess I did forget Jeremy The definitely good looking How could you? No, but I think the humiliation Of the skiing incident Actually blurred him from my memory Given that he had
1: to tackle you to the ground
0: Yeah, yeah Probably
1: didn't do great for your points with him
0: Yeah And point B that Nina shares About the skiing hijink Is that she ran over a child too On <laughs> how many sort of like wayward
1: children were on this slope just waiting for you to knock them over
0: and she says that she has never skied again either oh no that's (laughs)
1: really sad that it's put you both
0: off (laughs) right that
1: one time never again (laughs)
0: But, but maybe sort of better for the welfare of skiing children everywhere yeah
1: (laughs) <laughs> Children that live on the slopes, just waiting.
0: And then the second sort of musing from our listeners is Auntie Lou, who is not my biological auntie, but I don't know, sort of spiritual auntie. Spiritual or adopted? No. That adopted. You adopted? Yeah, maybe she's sort of adopted, adopted yeah. me. Elective. Yeah, elective. Yeah. That sounds a bit formal, because you That's have like political, elect- doesn't it? <laughs> or like elective surgery. <laughs> yeah chosen chosen yeah she thinks the music is fantastic and she actually thought that it was official agatha christie soundtrack music well do we we don't do we want to tell everybody a little bit about mr badger yeah mr badger go for it i mean there's not much There's much there's not much to
1: tell mr badger is purchasable online you too could have mr badger all for oh, yourself.
0: No, don't, don't say that, because we want to keep Mr. Well, I mean, Badger a same time We literally
1: can't stop them. If they want to do it, then they'll yeah, do but, it. Yeah, so maybe a little shout out to, to Jeff Mr. Hardy. B. Yeah, Mr. Jeff Badger. Hardy at Melody Loops. We also quite affectionately call it Mr. B, Mr. Badger, or sometimes just Badge. And recently Hannah asked me to send <laughs> um, just Mr. Badger without any sort of effects, no fading, no none of that.
0: And we've quite taken to calling him Nude Badge. Yeah, and then uh, the final yeah. sort of musing from a listener is: let me try and find it because I want to get it sort of direct. Imagine if it was
1: just like a shouty rant. You guys are absolutely destroying the genre. <laughs> Stop this now!
0: It was from from a, a initially reluctant listener. What do you mean by initially reluctant? Like reluctant to listen or reluctant to share? Oh no, reluctant. Reluctant to listen. Yeah. So the from the reluctant listener, initially. So this is is Simon. He was. He said as he said the following. He said the podcast is very good. I'll admit I listened to it in a taxi, expecting to just pick out my name and be done with it. But I'm so cheap. I know. But uh, but he says, but I'm genuinely hooked. So, you know, he thought it was going to be rubbish, but then pleasantly surprised that it wasn't. Joke's on him. The the joke's... Is the joke on him? Is the joke on us? (laughs) The joke is on us. Well, no, the
1: joke's on him because he's wrong.
0: He's wrong. We're right. Ha ha!
1: (laughs) I also have some feedback from my friend Rose, who listens. Oh no. I don't don't, have it written down in the same way that you do.
0: Not feedback, musings, musings. Musings, sorry. We're going for the softer, softer musings. Yes, indeed. I don't have it written down in the
1: same way, but I think it's because she sent it to me in a voice note. But um, the main feedback point, aside from the fact she also loves Mr Badger, is that (laughs) she feels that um, we're in the room with her when when we're speaking, which I like. Yeah, us out there.
0: Yeah, hopefully not in sort of a creepy way that people don't feel don't that we're. I think so. We're that, is, of... that does
1: remind me of <laughs> we. So we met up this this weekend for our sort of early Christmas exchange.
0: Oh yes, um, uh, we, and we should stress that we did follow all social distancing we measures. <laughs> we we, stayed we with We of... stayed within the law. We did. <laughs> we had
1: this sort of kind of outdoor picnic type vibe. Uh, on your front, front, what do you call that? Your front garden?
0: Well, It's sort of like patio, really. Isn't patio. It? Yeah. And
1: A1, Hannah's husband, very quickly said, I think within the first minute, I feel like I'm on the podcast. Which he I did. liked. But he also did then leave, which implied he was not feeling a little bit left out of the bands.
0: Possibly, possibly. But we do have some excellent videos <laughs> because what we did is we played two parlor games from the 1950s that were mentioned in halloween party so we played the flower game we have to cut flower to try and get the coin and we had a go at snapdragon i I would say
1: played is a loose term for the snapdragon (laughs) efforts
0: i think we say no more and
1: we'll just share the videos. we'll share the videos yeah great content great content (laughs) it's great content
0: i mean i think the only other thing i've got for the schmozzle is
1: aab aab oh god does that mean i so i feel it's important (laughs) it's important to let our listeners know that i'd say a large portion of the behind the scenes work that goes into the podcast is done by hannah (laughs) and then she's also done the structure for this episode and does all of the instagram so i do
0: feel am i pulling my weight no, no, but I, I also would like to stress that the key difference between Maddie and myself is that Maddie has a full-time job and I, I currently do not.
1: Yet, you don't have a full-time job yet. Were you implying that you hope someone will invest in the podcast for us to do a full-time job as well?
0: <laughs> oh, I'd love that. I'd love that. To... Yeah, happily do that. <laughs>
1: that would be fab, wouldn't it? Um,
0: do I have any AOB? When I'm saying AOB, I'd say that actually it's more like an apology to our listeners because oh. I, in episode seven, I said that I was collecting first editions of Christiana Brand novels. I'm afraid this is <laughs> <laughs> this is fake news. Um, <laughs> they are. Second or third editions the I didn't notice that at all I know But the reason Why did I think first I think <laughs> it's because Oh because on, on my eBay search Like the first edition Are not the Penguin version And yeah So I just wanted to clarify that Apologies to anyone who's Thank
1: god we've got this A&B yeah, I know Because everyone out there is thinking You've got your own island And that yeah. you're spending Inordinate <laughs> amounts of money On first edition Because you on <laughs> a brand books And you don't even have a job just going whatever
0: whatever (laughs) whatever. (laughs) yeah oh but the other thing that i wanted to bring up in aob is really weird it's really weird is it a mystery it is a mystery yeah oh great okay and it's linked to fluffy flakelets so fluffy flakelets were mentioned in halloween party and we were like seven yeah we were like What are fluffy flakelets? And we're like, you know, are they a cereal? Are they washing powder? Are they fish? fish? Are they just, (laughs) what are they? So I did a Google search expecting the answer to come up immediately. But the only references to fluffy flakelets are to Agatha Christie's Halloween party. (gasps) And if you do an image search of fluffy flakelets... I will share the results of the image search for uh, fluffy flakelets because it's just a collection of really weird things that come up. So it's like a man sort of wearing a black outfit with like a red sash, a little bit of red on the top of his hat, a gun... Some, like, popular fabric fluffy brands, which I don't think is what we're looking for. Yeah, and then just some, like, scientific diagrams. So it's almost like Fluffy flakelets is almost like a Google Whack. You know when you put something in and Google just has nothing?
1: I've never heard of a Google Whack.
0: Yeah, so Google Whack is when you put something into Google and there's just no search. That must never happen, obviously, except for now. Oh, Yeah. yeah,
1: that's so strange. Isn't it weird? Surprising amount of guns. Maybe that's the whole point, is it's like a kind of creepy link to the murder mystery genre.
0: Maybe, but I don't know. Oh, hold on a second. I think other people in a forum have actually been talking about it. (laughs)
1: Please don't end up on some sort of forum rabbit hole.
0: Well, I'm I'm there, I'm there. So, but there's no agreement. There's no agreement in the forum. So someone says they think it's a type of soap or laundry detergent. Someone else says fictitious breakfast cereal someone else though. says bleach yeah I'm, i i feel like it's a cleaning item yeah someone else has just said agatha christie made it up why would she though ah oh, this is interesting so someone says that she might have put it because she was unable to use actual brand names you know for legal re- reasons Daz and fairy <laughs> so she might have wanted to like refer to frosties that's a bit, that's a bit weak isn't it i mean Basically, a, a brief look in the forum suggests <laughs> nobody knows. What are the forums
1: called out of interest?
0: The forum is just called forum.wordreference.com. That's a classic. It is a classic. Oh, you thanks go. for sharing. If you enjoyed today's episode, then please subscribe rate <laughs> i can't remember what other things you do oh. on a podcast okay um if you enjoyed today's episode then please rate and no what is it please yes. subscribe rate and review there you go yeah okay If if you enjoyed today's episode <laughs> then please subscribe, rate, and review. <laughs> hey, sorry. I sorry, prefer sorry. it this way. Okay. Ah, uh, dear. Okay. If you enjoyed today, do you want me do- to do it. <laughs> no, I can't do it. I can't do okay. it. I have got a
1: word <laughs> <log>. <laughs> If you enjoyed today's episode,
0: <laughs> I can't look at you. I
1: actually can't. It's so painful. Okay. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review. Um, what was the other thing? Uh, if you would like to submit any feedback, or indeed your own murder... or no, no your own murder! <laughs> <laughs> That's funny! <It's> so funny. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this very special episode of The Unsolved Case of the Missing Salmon our end-of-year schmozzle. This week we've been looking back over our year of murder mystery reading. We've also heard some of the top three reads of our listeners and announced the prize winner of our murder mystery bundle, the lovely Nina. We've also released some never-before-heard footage from the archives that never quite made it into previous recordings. We'll be taking a short break for the festive season and returning on the 11th of January with our first episode of 2021. We'll be reviewing Anne Perry, Death in Focus, for those who'd like to purchase on Hive and support their local independent bookseller. This episode was produced by Hannah Knight and Maddie Berry. Music composed by Jeff Harvey and sourced at Melody Loops. Once again, thank you for listening and joining us for this endeavour in 2020. We look forward to seeing you again in 2021 for the Unsolved Case of the Missing Salmon. <laughs>